Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Tacticam. Tacticam is by far the easiest way to begin filming your hunts. Whether it's the 4K 5.0 or the budget-friendly solo, Tacticam has something for everyone. Check them out at Tacticam.com. This year we're also working with Spartan Forge. Spartan Forge is machine learning for the deer woods. Basically, Spartan Forge takes collar deer studies, insurance car deer accident information, social media geolocations, and it couples that with weather, moon phase, and rut activity to tell you when or when not to be in the woods. This currently has an online interface at SpartanForge.ai, but the app is currently being built and set to launch late summer. Once the app goes live, you can expect there to be a price increase. But if you use code BOWHUNTER, you can save 25%, and that will stick with you as long as you use the Spartan Forge services. So head on over to SpartanForge.ai and get your free 14-day trial. So I forgot to mention it on the last podcast, but we are giving away a bow. That's right. We're giving away a brand new 2021 Carbon Zion from Bowtech. And we came out of pocket with uh, our friends at Johnson's Great Outdoors um, to give that back to you guys, the listener. So all you have to do is go to our website, our Instagram, click on the link. It says win a bow. And that's going to come with a single pin HHA Tetra. And we're really excited about that. That came from uh, HHA Chris Ham over there, hooked us up with a site as well as a rest. So uh, this bow is going to be ready to rock. And uh, we're giving it away. You don't have to be a Patreon. Patreons are, 
are entered in, they're going to have additional entries, of course. But uh, all you have to do is sign up and uh, you'll be in the running. There's literally like 200 people that are signed up. So uh, very good odds for those of you that are interested. And uh, like I say, we just can't thank you enough. This show wouldn't be made possible without our Patreon. So uh, we've created an incredible group of people that support the show. Uh, We've got a Patreon, uh, Marco Polo group, and that group. I mean, there's a lot of great information being shared on there. Um, It's just built a community just for the Patreons. And Patreon is a crowdfunding uh, for creators. And basically, it just helps us continue to produce the show every week with uh, hosting fees and everything that goes into putting this podcast together, uh, equipment, all that. And it's like 17 cents a day to support us. And uh, for that, we give you, I mean, we sent out a swag pack. Um, Like this next podcast that's coming up uh, is directly from the Patreons. They said, hey, this is who you want to hear. This is the discussion that we want you to have. Um, And with every one of those packages I send out to the Patreons, and I really do mean it, um, that this is your show. So uh, they support us, and we're doing everything that we can to give them the best content possible. Um, and if you want to support us through the show, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash Bowhunter Chronicles podcast or click the link on our website, bowhunterchronicles.com or on uh, Instagram. Uh, when you're signing up for that bow, you can just click the Patreon link and get signed up there as well. In addition to the swag packs, we do quarterly giveaways for our Patreons. And this quarter we are giving away from Tacticam. Tacticam is giving away a fish eye camera package. And uh, the fish eyes are great. Uh, Frank and Ernie just used them. You'll hear a little bit about that on this podcast. Um, We used them for turkey season. Those wide angles are incredible. Um, It offers uh, adjustable or um, additional lenses that you can add to them to uh, change the width. Um, They work right with the remote, whereas the Solo doesn't. Um, It's a nice budget wide angle option um, compared to um, right now the only wide angle option is the the wide which is the same price as the 4k camera um so i i really like the the fish eye option added to the lineup um they've been working great for us and they're giving away a set of those we have purchased one of dan infault's beast stands so we're waiting for that to come in and we're giving that away um we're excited to see it we got to see it in person when we went and did his um scouting seminar uh but we picked one of those up wanted to have one of the first run um and we're going to give that away to one of the patreons base map so we work with base map and i can't say enough good things about the price of it i mean base map is giving away one of their pro packs so that's the entire country every single state um, a swag pack, shirt, hat, all that. Um, tons of layers. It really helps when you're e-scouting, when you're going out of state. Um, it's got fishing maps, everything on there. And the price is just incredible. It's $30 a month if you were just going to buy it, uh, which is as much as one state costs uh, for a lot of the other ones that are out there. But we also have a code, and you can use that code to save 20%. So it ends up being $2 a month. Um, so $24 on the year. And if you're not using mapping software, um, 
you certainly need to be, but base map, that value is just incredible. So they're giving away one of those swag packs. You heard us talk about Spartan Forge. Spartan Forge is there giving away a year subscription, and that app is like ready to launch. They've released screenshots. Bill's got it on his phone right now. They're doing like they're doing the infant beta testing right now. So um, it's out there. It's being tested, and it is coming. And when it does, the price is going to go up. So if you get in right now, your price isn't going to go up for the entire time that you use their service. So year over year, it's going to be the same price as it is right now. But they're giving away one of their subscription packages and uh, you guys are really going to be excited about that once it comes out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The app looks amazing. Um, and then our friends at Zinger Flatchings, um, you know, just some great guys, uh, 3D printed compression fit uh, fletchings, and uh, they're giving away a set of those. And all that's for our Patreons, and we can't thank them enough. So um, they, uh, those are one of the other benefits of, of signing up for Patreon. Uh, this podcast just goes through our uh, turkey season, um, our failures, um, our successes. Um, and while we may not have harvested a turkey yet, um, we've had a ton of opportunities and had a ton of fun. And I hope that comes through. I know you guys are going to love this episode. Um, thanks for riding it out with us. Uh, this one's for the true fans who really uh, care about us and want to hear how we're doing. And we can't thank you enough. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bow Hunter Chronicles podcast. We should start calling this the Missing Turkeys podcast, um, starring Adam and Frank and John. John missed a turkey. Yeah, I did. So um, we're going to get into that all about our turkey season scheduling and faux pas and uh, all of that. But uh, Frank and Ernie just got back from... What, Saginaw Bay for some uh, walleye fishing. And Ernie, somebody got a little wet. What happened? Oh, <laughs> you know, the only thing that's really sad about that is I actually didn't see it happen until I walked up on the dock and all the water was on the dock right underneath him. So uh, how, how'd that transpire? I can't, I can't believe you brought it up so soon. You know? <laughs> Frank, you why know? wait? You Frank, know? you're having a... a a problem with H2O lately, aren't you? Yeah. The, uh, Either you're in it or it's in you. Right. <laughs> well, well Chris, Christopher wasn't there this year, so somebody had to take his place. Well, and, and the thing is, you know, what, what I was trying to explain to Adam earlier today is as you as you increase in age, you know, you usually you're a lot wiser. You know, I'm, I've been like the soothsayer for a long time, you know what I mean? And, and, and all of a sudden it turns into just I'm the – soothsayer of stupidity you know <laughs> so i mean it, it, it seems like and, and i talked to somebody the other day about it too and i said it's i think it's just these little little brain farts you get as you get older you know you tend to forget what you're doing sometimes you know no i just uh, uh ernie put the boat in you know and took the took the trailer up into the parking lot and the nice guy that I am, you know, I thought I'll just put the motor down, you know, which I was standing on a dock, put the motor down. And then I had to, I was going to start the motor. Well, you got to put your feet on the gun or your knees on the gunnel, reach over the steering wheel because it's on the opposite side. The key's on the other side. And as I did that, it was fine. I turned the key on and uh, had to hold the windshield with one hand and the 
side of the boat, I guess, with the other one. I come back and uh, went to put my feet down. Well, the boat had moved away from the dock always, and there was no dock left there. So I'm hanging, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging in midair, and I, there was a lot of a lot of language going on and stuff. And the boys were all wondering what the hell was going on back there in the parking lot. Pretty soon there was three or four of them come up and got a hold of me. Well, the problem was. As they pulled me back in the boat back to the dock, there was a post in the middle of my back, and they couldn't get me up, you know. So, and Wilk said, Dan Wilk said that, uh, it, he says, I can't believe how long you held your feet up in the air, he says. And then it slowly went down in the water, both legs, you know what I mean? And finally I'm going, you know, like, Jesus Christ. I said, how many of you motherfuckers got a hold of me? I said, pull me out, you know. Well. Well, just straight, stand up. Straight, well, straighten yeah, your legs telling, out, walk in the shore. He's telling me to stand up, but I can't tell. You know, I didn't know how deep that water was, you know, and I'm not going all the way to my, you know, my nuts, you know. Did so. it ever occur to you to, like, get in the boat and just drive it back and then pull no, it back No, no, that wasn't happening, dude. The weight was already back, you know. Well, he had the line. We have a line all pre-made yeah. that just flips over two poles, so it's only going to move out about. Far enough to 15 get my, yeah. inches. Yeah, get my goddamn body in So there, when he you know? went down, the feet, nope, no dock. Well, I heard this <laughs> screaming, and I was I was taking a leak behind the portable because I didn't really want to go inside. And I heard the screaming, and because Ed had launched his boat. There's a bunch of people on the dock, both of our boats. So, hell, I've heard him holler all the time. You know, I didn't pay no attention to it. So I turn around and look, and... Those guys are laughing like crazy. And I went up there, and there's a big puddle of water under Frank. And I go, you fell in, didn't you? <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't really fall in. I lowered myself in. Well, careful. It just dangled. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, what do they call it? Jigging myself? <laughs> then he had this um, the uh, warm gear underneath there. Oh, shit. His yeah, pants. I had my teddy bear pants Teddy on, bear pants. Underneath, man. And you might as well the, wear a huge sponge. The water the water uh, went down about three inches around the dock area there. It sucked <laughs> so much up into my pants. There was a lot of water on the dock. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of water in my, my rig in there, you know. <laughs> Shoes. Did it wick all the way up to your ass after No, your- no, it just wicked to my knees, you know, and that's where it stayed. You know, And then I had the... Uh, Remember the insulated pants that your dad used to wear, the camel oh, yeah. ones? Well, yeah. I had those kind on the outside, so it was, you know, there was plenty of water consumed right there, you know, as far <laughs> you know, at the dock. Yeah, my wife called, I'm standing there, and she's like, have you talked to my dad today? Like, no. So, yeah, he fell in the water. I'm like, what? Because then last year, they had a guy uh, fall into, what's the, the section? Oh, the, it was back by the motor. The, the section between the motor and the end of the boat. Well, yeah, like, the washout. The, yeah. <laughs> He fell in there and was floundering. Well, wrestling he, a catfish. He was wrestling a catfish with the hooks in his hand. That, <laughs> you know, he had the, the hooks from the lure in his hand, through his finger, and and then he went backwards, you know, with the fish, and he's back by the motor back there, you know. He couldn't let go of the fish. Couldn't let go of the fish, you know what I mean? He's, he's got, he's, he's pretty much tied to it. He was screwed, you know. So when she said that somebody fell in the water, like that's. Oh, you thought, you thought I went out of the boat oh, and yeah. we're out there fishing? No, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm thinking of the story of your buddy there, like, who John plows the driveway, where his boat's circling around him, and the whole <laughs> oh, yeah. TK. So, yeah. so how was the fishing? Uh, not bad. It start, the wind was the worst thing. I mean, uh, we, had we got blown off. Two we days. We couldn't even yeah. fish Friday. Saturday, we went out in the morning, got four, and got blown off. Tried to go down to Saginaw. 
on same day. Same day. That didn't work. Oh, out it was well. it was like you you have never seen it so angry down there. I mean, it was like when we came out of the Saginaw River, we went out behind uh, Dump Island there, and that was there was what a couple hundred yard area where it was flat enough to yeah, fish. Yeah, flat right? enough to fish, and then the rest of it was just angry. ugly, man. And you're only what a mile yeah. and a half, probably. Yeah. And this, you come around the island, and the wind is picking up around the island. You know, making a like a vortex. There's like five footers right there. Oh yeah, right there in the put shipping the, channel. Put the nose into it. In. No, it was bad. All the way in, and that the wind was coming offshore there. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So that was Saturday, right? Then Sunday we got up. Oh, Sunday was when we better. Yeah. We got, we got eight th- fish before we got we got, got thir- too rough. Was it Monday? We got thirteen. Monday was fishable all day. What day did you go uh, swimming? The first uh, day we were there. No, you know? no, yeah. no, no, no. That was cold. You that went was, Sunday it, morning. Yeah, I I let it go a couple days. I guess it's Monday we launched in Augury. Right. But I I just wanted to give the people what they want. You know, they want the they want more they, Uncle they Frank. Want, yeah, that, they want the, that, that's <laughs> that's. I mean. The, the the thing is, Uncle Frank's we're, we're we're here to say like no, what not to do. We do the same sort of stuff. Well, he's, he has another just, small story. Just happened to be your time. Uh-oh. So you, oh, so you you want me to tell him that now? I, hey, hit it. You're on a this roll. is a this was, this hit is it, the, water boy. Another this, one of those brain farts. Safety yeah, this, alert. <laughs> this was the this is more this Don't is more do this safety the safety to you guys out there. You know, this is a, a not to do thing. Okay, uh, all my life I've been around power equipment and everything else, you know, big trucks, everything. So my wife wants me to power wash underneath the the porch on the front of the house, you know, the underneath the patio there. So I get the power washer out the other day and uh, got everything ready. I start power washing a little bit, you know, and it's not really taking this stuff off, you know. And so I says, do you have any, uh, like, awesome or something we can put in the reservoir so she gets me a jug of this stuff and i dump it in somehow i get some shit on my fingers you know and here's here's the part that you don't do i'm thinking i'm just gonna clean my fingers off so i stick it in front of the freaking nozzle on this gun and i pulled the trigger and i'm not shitting you you have never experienced pain like that before in your life my finger turned into an instant yellow sausage. I'm not shitting you, didn't it? <laughs> I showed you guys the picture. It was yeah. like wild. I mean, it was it was the mo- It was like you laid your finger on an anvil and just bam, hit it with a hammer. That's what it felt like. Cool. And my wife comes out of the house. She hears this naughty words, cursing. Oh my god! There was there was children. They were pulling them out of yards down the down the the block. You know, oh get the kids and oh my god, something happened at the Ackerberg. You know, <laughs> it, you know it was like you know, uh, it was crazy. You know, their horses were running around and stuff. And I says, uh, she goes, "Did you pinch your finger?" I said, "No, I didn't pinch my fucking finger. I just I just shot that son of a bitch with a goddamn power washer." <laughs> you uh. what? <laughs> That's the words we're talking about. So, <laughs> so I called you right after it happened. Right. And I was like, hey, how's it going? Oh, I fucked up today. <laughs> you won't believe what I just did. And he said, and you were like, I was power washing. And as soon as you said I was power washing, I was like, oh, shit, here it comes. And I'm like, you know, it, I think it says, right, it's like 
right on big lettering. Do not spray yourself. Shoot yourself. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, not yeah, spray yeah, your yeah. skin. Well, or anyone else. I think even air compressors say that. Don't even use the air compressor on your skin because you can inject that in you. The fact that, you know, like I've sprayed myself, hit myself with the wand as you're like going by, like hit your foot or something. And I've never been injected, but to point it and pull the trigger after it's built up all the pressure because when you know you right know, in you get, front of john the yeah and it wasn't in front of it and it was point blank it was up against it <laughs> it was up against it man i put it right up there and just well it pulled had the nowhere trigger. else to go I guess no in shit in it you know if you're gonna be dumb you better be tough oh yeah right? that's the thing you know <laughs> and then it was like my god what have i done you know i looked at that it didn't hurt so bad man and and I and I'm sitting and you couldn't even it was it was solid, you couldn't bend it. I couldn't bend it with my hand like this on this side. You know, it was crazy, dude. Some hydraulic yeah. pressure. Oh yeah, it was just like. And then I asked Adam. I says, "Well, do I need to like drill some holes in it? You know, to relieve the pressure?" He goes, "No." Nah. He said, "That's fluid." He said, "Your body's all fluid. It'll absorb it." You know, I said, "Oh, that'll probably get it cleaned out with that awesome cleaner in there too." You know. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Is I had a phone call or a a text that said, something's happened, call me as soon as you can. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, you're not going to believe this. Like, I did this. Like, what should I do? And I'm like, go to the emergency room. And then he's like, well, and I was like, well, and then much like John getting stitched up by my brother, I text my brother and, you know, we, we worked it out. And well, with, that's I told with, him, like, call Adam or talk to Dustin. I'm like, uh, within 15 minutes. I had him on the phone with a doctor and an ortho consult, and then we got a prescription called in (laughs) to take care of it. But, I mean, everybody that wasn't Frank was thinking, like, we were worried about compartment syndrome, where there's there's too much pressure built up and damaged your tissue. But, like, he's like, can I just, like, stick it with a needle and will the water come squirting back out? Like, no, it doesn't work that way. I just shoot it again. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. At least it was water and not hydraulic fluid like oh, yeah. oil. Yeah. 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 So that's a little tip for you guys out there. Public you know, service don't, announcement. Uh, don't uh, don't even uh, think about that horse shit there. Don't shoot your finger and keep both feet on the dock. That's right. <laughs> I I just I still can't believe you didn't just jump in the boat. Like, I mean. No, it was, Adam, you don't know how it happened. See, when I, when I came, off. I was hanging with my knees on the gunnel. And then when I went back like this, and I started putting my feet out. You're lucky you didn't break the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> Woke said, Frank, uh, you, I couldn't get your hand off the windshield. So there, was, there was so much pressure on your hand. There's probably some freaking fingerprints. There's probably fingerprints into right into the mold. Glass. You got to look at that. Uh, so that's what the, these boys have been up to. <laughs> um, so um, for us, our I, Again, we did all of our turkey seasons right at the same thing. And I will get to my hunt because I have, I, again, it's just like, I just have to apologize to John. That's all I do. It's like, I need to just be the camera. apologize because it was, I had, it was fun. a lot of fun. I had a blast. It was a lot of fun, but it's like, I can't, I, I don't well, understand. Here's the it. thing, though. When me well, and Ernie made a video of Adam setting the decoys too close, right? Remember when uh-huh. we did that? And it was that close, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah, closer. Yeah. It was that yeah. close. It was yeah. that close. The the ones that I scared away with the coffee cup were me to you away. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, I, if 
Frank extended his hand, I could touch him. Yeah, he could touch me. So a fat mean, finger right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the coffee cup. That one's easier to so touch So we have to bl- we have to blame like the our uh, patreons and shit for that or the Marco Polo because that's what we were you were sitting there. I was like live streaming the the, the turkeys coming in, you know, and I'm like, oh, here they come again. Like, here they come right so here. So I just set my phone down and clink. But hey, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll get, get to that. But I, I just want to like so we'll start out with you guys hunting and kind of like your thoughts on the way that we kind of scheduled everything because i I mean i would rather i want to hunt differently i think but anyways more effectively you mean or no no i've said it a lot like just get a gun you just get a gun or ball bat would have worked out that was the thing is like those turkeys were close enough that with that long bow i could have like gave them the old like yeah the 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 hook hook it off the stage stage. yeah Yeah, i could have grabbed them i talked to frank about this exact thing i said i think we kind of goofed up all four of us being in the first season yeah um if we split up, we double our money on time. Yeah. So it's pretty hard, especially for you. Yeah, you I got to work. You had a couple of days to hunt, you know, and that was it, you know. Yeah. But, I, like, when I got to work the next day, and I, or, you know, two days later, and I'm telling them, like, what happened, you know, they're like, did you get a turkey? Like, no, no, no. But I epically failed. But um, that was <laughs> – I think I'd go into it with that mindset. So maybe I've already – you know, defeated. Yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm going at it with the wrong thing, but you know, changing the the aspect of it is like I feel like I am an extremely good turkey hunter, killer, not so much. Because we, I mean, I, I've had the opportunities. Oh yeah, like without without fail. But so, like, how did your guys like from setup to? Like the whole works. I'm not really sure because we put that new tent out there, and uh, so these are muddy, like the infinity. Yeah, yeah. and they're this. You can see what 180, 180 degrees in these things, or two seventy, two seventy, two seventy. Yeah, and uh, not really sold on those. You know what I mean? No. Uh, the the one, the one we on had the, the two tents that we used last year were really dark. Dark on the inside. Dark on the inside. And uh, you couldn't see in them tents, you know. And I, I just don't know if that was it or if it was. Well, when it gets to mine, it definitely, after I reviewed all the footage, like, I could see the footage of me in the tent. Oh, yeah. And when I, the inside footage shows me that I'm behind all of the, I mean, I'm even behind the screen, right? And then you can see the outside footage. That shows you can see me and then the bird that the big tom that was going over to the edge on on closer to the water. I'm behind that when I move. There's one he alarm pots, so he could see through the mesh. See through the mesh, right? And it's probably because the mesh was on front both, and back, both sides. Yeah, right. because it was ang because we use them kind of like as a diamond, yeah. so we can shoot right. instead of being right. Maybe the way that they're designed. So we're like, I had used. You know, my tent last year, I would have been fine because there's, I wouldn't have been able to see him as good, you know, but he wouldn't, he definitely wouldn't have been able to see me. And but, so but I would the, have probably had a better. And I, and I noticed that too on your video, you know, when I was yeah. watching from the outside cameras. Oh, you can you see know, me in there moving. Oh, Johnny's moving around. Like, hey, how's it going? You know, right. uh, give me a, give me a Coke, you know, <laughs> but uh, 
we blacked uh, we blacked mine out, didn't we, Aaron? Yeah. And it's still though. Still ain't perfect. It's not. It's but it's not, a lot better. It's a lot better, you know. But uh, we still had that one time, and and I don't know what it, if it was some decoys or what it was, man. This year, the first know. them first ones they don't like that town. Them first big times when five come in. Yep. And and uh, it was like the you know there was one hen with them. Uh, they that wasn't distracting them any, and they, and they kept looking at the decoys, but they never came no closer. They didn't do the. You know, they didn't really strut over there too much. But as they walked off, they never alarm putted or anything. And every time I'd hit the call, they'd gobble. You know, they'd still gobble. So I don't something know. Something they didn't like. We don't something know they didn't like. That could have been the tent that day because that was the first day, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the day that uh, Pocahontas left over there with a. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. That's so. Like I said, I wanted to go from Junior my, has a few less tail feathers. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> but I want to say, you know, from setup to 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 ending. Like, so you guys were hunting a, a little piece of private where Ernie shot his bird last year. Um, set up your tent the day or two, three days before. Oh, it was yeah, it was quite a ways before. And uh, you had Chris with you, yeah, filming or he wasn't even filming. He was just hanging out behind you. Yeah, guys. he was he was enjoying it. Three guys in the tent. <laughs> You guys like to set your birds out, your decoys out a little farther. So, what was your health? We had them about what, fifteen yards, fourteen, I think. Yeah, fourteen that day. yards. Yes, we. The like birds to put popped them out at twenty-five, but about they, four. They popped out at twenty-five, but as soon as they come out, the one, the lead one, quit strutting and he stood up. Yeah. Turns his head sideways. He's looking it all over. So we don't know what that bird didn't like. Now you had the big tom decoy too, though, right? Yeah. That, not that morning. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, it's the only one we ever oh, had. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. And the problem was, too, they, you know, where they came in from, they're right out in front of us off to the right, like, you know, looking. Well, you can't draw the bow. I mean, they were in range right there, you know. But you couldn't draw the bow. They're all looking, you know. I I, I guess, you know what I mean? Either One dark enough in there to draw that yeah, bow. Yeah, either if you draw the bow, you know, I, like I told you, you know, you're, you're going to have that two to three seconds, you know what I mean? Just like with a gun, you know, if you move, that those turkeys are going to, they'll Pop look, and, and and uh, they might alarm pot, you know what I mean? They ain't going to they gonna fly or run, you know, unless you wing one at them, you know what <laughs> I mean? So. But, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. You, you guys, oh, you're left-handed, so you guys, yeah. your video was like, crossed up because on your video it's like there's five turkeys right in the middle and i'm going why isn't somebody shooting well the video's over here and he's over here and he couldn't shoot that way and it it wasn't the camera wasn't behind you you were side by side and right if if ernie would have had his bow or whatever could have gave you the camera and he could have shot him. well that's the same that would have been the shot you were taking remember when you tried to get your bow back, and and it was like same. It was well, the same. We had him, me, him, and Chris in there, and of course it's across here now. Decoys are here, so I went to pull it like that, and I got locked up. I couldn't get out of the way of it, and then finally I got it back. But by then he's he had enough of that, and he just yeah. kind of walked off and there was some, gobbled. Yeah, but he never alarm put it either, did he? No, no, just didn't like what he's seeing. Now that one I shot at, Mom, Curly, and so back Joe. to that. So you got the birds come in. So them, those five come in, then left, 
And then and this eh, is opening morning. Yeah. And then we worked. We we kept working some calls and stuff. And finally, I said, I see I see a turkey out in the woods. You know, way out in there. I had you know out, out in front of us, like. And I kept looking, you know, and I said, "One's got a red head." I said, "It's you know red head," you know. So, I just kept calling, calling, calling. Not a sound. What did they? They no. didn't make a sound. They just all of a sudden here they come. They're they're all working their way towards us, you know. Well, then what? Three, three hens and two jakes over to our right. Yeah, they come around the corner. Same the same place that the five came in. The hens went up on the sand pile. Well, then this other one comes. Right straight in behind the decoys is coming. Remember, like how them ones to come in last year, mm-hmm. you know, well, you, when you and even me were out there, mm-hmm. John. Well, that that one comes and he he's right behind the decoys, isn't he? Yeah. And it was just it was a Jake, you know, but I was going to shoot him, you know. I wasn't fooling around. So, but it was like here he is. He's right in front of us. You know what I mean? And he's the decoys are in between us then, you know. And so he's looking, and so there's no you know no pulling the bow back, you know. And and he's kind of pacing back and forth, and he started gobbler clucking, you know. He wants that hen to, to come to him, you know. And uh, finally, you know, he he turned, and he and he started going towards the other turkeys then, but he was behind some brush and stuff. Well, then when he came out by that little two-track over there, I had to bow back then, and I let her rip. <laughs> and there was a lot of feathers went up in the air. <laughs> you could have made a... A cochise. How many tail headdress. feathers did you have on the ground? There was probably fifteen on the ground. The poor dude. And a whole bunch <laughs> of steering award. There was a lot of other feathers. A whole feathers. bunch of those little short downy looking. Oh yeah, you could you could have made a headdress out of those. A really respectable one too. You know? I can't picture that bird trying no. to fly up that night. He alarm putted, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Son of a bitch. He didn't go very far. He my no, no, he just went over there and he was kind of walking around in circles, going like, "What, oh, what the shit. hell?" It's because he lost his rudder. He couldn't steer. <laughs> he was perched like three feet off the ground. <laughs> but that video was reminiscent of the first when you shot at the, uh, the, the state giant. record. Oh, yeah. Uh, turkey. Oh, pretty much yeah. in the same, pretty same spot. He got yeah. a little more on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other one was like strutting, right? No, no. he just come down off of the strut. Yeah. yeah. He was going right to the decoy. But, like, you see this Jake come into the opening and then, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's like, literally, like, a half of a second of video. Like, you can't, and you realize, like, what's going on, and then there she goes. <laughs> oh, it's quick draw. You don't waste no time. Uh-uh. And so then you guys hunted the rest of the week, right? Yep. And I called, uh, that's when that big one come in, same spot, remember? Oh, he come across the road. The, oh, the one that the, I almost the, shot. Yeah, the one that you were drawing on. Yep. He came from out in the front right of Right down still. that same old two-track thing. And then what was it, a day or two later when we got the one come by the... Oh, we moved the... That moved day, the tent. That day we moved yeah, the tent. Yeah, we moved the tent. Brushed it in. Brushed it in. And then we, we went back. Did we go back the following day? Or did we wait a day? It rained or something the one day, didn't it? Yeah, it got... It was cold. And cold, nasty. nasty or something. So then we went back over there again, got in a tent with a new setup, figuring, man, we you know, we got the side curtains in and everything, you know. Decoys eight yards away. Yeah. 
But that's so, you're using the pulling mic. a player right out of Adam's yeah, bucket, out of the Adam's plastic book, bag, yeah. decoys. Well, yeah. I mean, like our buddy Tom, he's. I mean, he they doubled up on some birds this year out of the same those exact same decoys, the foam, <laughs> like you know, what do you call them? The I call them the old shag nasties. Shag nasties, yeah. But, but that that turkey came from from the cross road, and then he. Well, I told Ernie, I said, I see him, he's coming. He did the know. same thing the one I killed the previous yeah, year did. Yeah, But when he came into that opening there then, like, as soon as he got in that opening, you know, because I'd seen him strut a couple times, you know, and he was gobbling right along one year. Mm-hmm. Coming into that opening, man, he just went down. He seen them decoys, and he, he I don't know if he seen the tent, you know, again. And then it was just, nah. Steady walking wasn't he just he just he just walked right straight across at fifty yards, it, you know. Yeah, I know this. Uh, I know this game. Yeah, <laughs> now, that, I it lost could a have been tail feathers of these guys. <laughs> no, weird. no, no, no. no. This, this could this have been a, the, the this bird. This was a big one. This could have been Real the same big. bird though that came in on us. Remember when you tried to get the bow back? Yeah, might have I, been. I, it might have been the same bird. It was well, a it was a dandy. It was a nice. We one. showed Johnny. I'm saying that. maybe it was the one that you shot a couple no. years ago and took a couple feathers off his ass. That could have been too. Possible. He's like. Oh shit! Not this again. This guy? No, I, I. When you were saying that, you know, I in the Marco Polo group for our patrons, the they were talking about how can you tell a Jake, and they were talking about the difference in the tail fan, like in the feathers when they strut up. Can you imagine what that bird looks like strutted up? That's that's definitely a time. Look, all look at them all that are missing on them. <laughs> look like Michael Spink smiling. <laughs> uh, but then the rest of the week was. And our season's only last a week. We, I mean, yeah. technically, we're still in the game because we have one week, the first week of June. Is that, that the week we go to? Tax? No, it's before that. Yeah, but tax, that isn't that the first weekend? Or is it the second weekend? It's officially the second weekend. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's like a I think 11th, we leave I think. on the oh, 8th, okay. 9th. Oh, is it? So we'll have that beginning of the week. We'll do that before we shoot our first course. <laughs> we have to drive back We're leaving here. on the... 10th, you have to drive night? back. No, I'm saying if we want oh. to hunt. So the first week of June, though, is is our next yeah. Yeah. next opportunity to hunt. Yeah. So John, you want to talk about uh, our season and how we uh, started that off? Well, well, why me? Why, why, you you were the one hunting because it, I, I I like it better from your perspective because for myself. I I guess you uh, pick out more of like the details that maybe <laughs> I would leave out or <laughs> anything like Not that. Not intentionally. So, well, it's basically we we did the the same thing as we did last year. We we went well actually no, we went instead of doing public land first. We just went right straight to that little piece of private that I killed my bird on last year, and so and then you were using the longbow set up but of course this year we didn't have two tents maybe that would have worked better probably i would <laughs> add more room for my coffee cup <laughs> right you there you need to get your rocking chair or something <laughs> i fell out of the chair frank yeah, i understand that <laughs> but so then we got all set up <clears throat> same field basically the same set i mean tent was in the same spot yeah and then we had the birds we knew where the birds roost Got in there well before. We didn't dilly-dick around and stop at Wesco and get donuts or anything. 
Well, we did. <laughs> and uh, we got in there well, you know, well ahead of time, got set up, and the birds started gobbling right off the bat. I mean, and it was like just, I mean. I believe the term is hammering. Yeah. That's the. They were hammering, and there was a ton of them. It was like, oh, oh, and I actually got some footage, some pretty good footage of like later in the week when the birds, I just put the camera up and pointed it towards that ridge. When they're flying down. And you just see them flying down. Oh, yeah. And then, and all of a sudden, before I even seen them flying down, I was like, what is that moving? And it's just a line of turkeys walking and another one flies down and you see it and another one and they're just all over milling around up in there. But so when we, the birds come to flew down. We start calling a little bit, and it sounded like they they went away. Yeah, this was like, again, another one of these small, I think it's like a 15-acre piece of private, and it's surrounded by private, and the birds flew down, and they were gobbling, like, it sounded like they were away, or they were going, like, they were going the other way, and we are like, well, they're going to come back here at some time, so we'll just hang out. Yeah. So we're just sitting there drinking coffee and bullshitting. And I'm like facing the field. Adam's facing me. And, uh, well, cause I have to, I mean, I'm set up to draw my bow. My bow's yeah. hanging from a hook in the center and it's like two inches off the ground. Yeah. It's, cause it's 66 so, inches long. And so I'm facing John, you know, like to shoot out the window. And I got my coffee cup in my, on my knee, you know, I'm drinking coffee and we're just joking around. And this is one thing I have to say, and I, I feel like I've said this a hundred times to like everybody that I've explained this story to or whatever, but I feel so terrible for like the guys in the South that really take turkey hunting like super <laughs> seriously because we're just in there farting around, you know, just. Well, I actually, <laughs> I, I got, well, once the birds, the birds, okay, before the the shot or whatever so the birds fly down we're you know they're gobbling gobbling but you can just hear that they're working the, away from us and finally i was like dude i gotta go take a shit <laughs> so <laughs> i jump out and i've run you know sneak over the ridge do my business come back and i was like all right man we're good and then so then we're just sitting there bullshitting <laughs> and, it was it was still pretty early but the oh, sun yeah. was up and it was like it wasn't it wasn't dark or anything like that yeah and uh so like all of a sudden i mean like right on the edge of the field because like adam's in front of me and that side of the blind was kind of closed but then there's a big tree right there too and it's kind of brushy to my left and then the field is to the right to my right right you know and all of a sudden i look and here's a turkey i mean like 10 yards right behind adam i'm like there's a bird right there. And he just he just keeps looking at me, like, drinking his coffee like I'm bullshit. I'm like, no, there's a bird right there. And he's, then he puts his coffee down, like, and I get the camera on and get all. And it I was actually so close, I was afraid to turn on the Tacticams because of the buzz. Because there was one oh, yeah. right next to the tree that he walked out by. And it was like, they all three turn on. like, oh, shit. Well. And he was like, he came right in mad. Yeah. He was acting all tough. The video is like awesome. I love how he come in and he's like, 
he gets all tough and he does like his feet st- you oh, know, yeah. stomps yeah. his feet and then he hits him with his wing and he pecks him in the eye and shit and I'm like oh man and Adam's like getting ready to draw getting ready to draw and then well the way that we are set up is yeah, I, again like when I shot the decoy and uh, if anybody shoots a decoy uh, slime uh, will <laughs> help with that we figured that out we filled the decoy with slime and <laughs> I told you I told you it worked <laughs> so uh, just a pro Another tip, tip there. from Uncle Frank <laughs> that's the but, the Avian X <laughs> yep yep so but we set it up and they just they don't ever come in right exactly to the decoy like that I mean I guess they did last year but your your setup was offset well so I was shooting those giant Magnus bullheads and the decoy was right in this center V, which is smaller. And it was like, because it's right on one of those hubs, it was up a little bit higher and it was like right in front of me. And so I've got the bow like in front of me and I'm like looking at the, like the last thing I want is to draw back and have that bottom blade hit that hub. (laughs) And then, I mean, what I did was bad, but this would, that would have been just like, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, uh, un like reconcilable or whatever. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm looking through that center deal, like trying to figure out, and you can see me on the video. Cause like, we've got a Tacticam in the camera, like facing John and I, and I've got one on my head. We've got one facing the decoys. And then John's got the main camera and that the main camera footage again, just like last year. And I don't know if it's because of the light or because of like, how close they are. I mean, at four feet, it's pretty good. Easy <laughs> to get like a really good video. <laughs> But they were, I mean, the video is just awesome. And I'm like tight stringing this bird and I'm like trying to figure it out. And I mean, it, it is a lot like, uh, you know, go back through our Instagram and look, there's a video of a laser beam going by John's eyes and they're huge. And John's looking at the camera and he's looking at this bird and he's kind of like looking at me and it's all happening like right, <laughs> you know, at, at in our faces. Yeah. So, so then all, finally I, I'm like, He's that bird kind of comes around, he pecks him and like, like hits him with his wing and he turns around and he kind of walks over closer to your side. So I think you, you ended up shooting out the left one. Yeah, I did. And yeah, so he got out there and all of a sudden I see Adam, like, I'm like watching the screen. I can't really see the bird past the camera. I mean, I'm just watching the screen, but I can see all the stuff in my peripheral. Adam's like pulling back and all of a sudden it's like, and and Adam's like falling back to the back of the tent. I'm like, so I thought recoil. Well, I thought what happened was as he was like getting ready because the shot happened. I know you shoot fast with the with the trad bow, but it just seemed really fast. Like I thought at that point you drew back, and as you were drawing back, the tear the chair tipped, and like you just like let, let go. <laughs> but that's you know in my periphery. I wasn't watching, <laughs> and I seen the arrow. Or it just like flew over the top. Well, I feel like there's a couple of things, and you can probably attest to this too, because if you watch our video of John's hunt last year, John drew back on that turkey and held back for like, I don't know how long, right over a minute. Um, and he's moving around and he's down on his knees and he's bobbing and weaving. Well, I obviously with the traditional bow with no let off, you can't do that. And I'm just kind of looking at this thing. But I think the thing that I, I guess uh, when I'm shooting at the target or when I'm shooting at the, you know, we were, I ended up shooting the head off of the, 
decoy because that's what I was using as my target for for that is the actual movement of the bird <laughs> because you know this bird is pecking at this decoy and he's bobbing and weaving and jumping and I'm not saying that this turkey ducked and that's why I missed I completely missed him but at this point I'm like really just thinking I need to get him over out of this left side window and then he got over there he kicks the decoy or whatever and then he puts his head up and I'm like oh this is my chance and you can see on the video like I draw back and I like lean forward to grab my anchor point so I didn't really get drawn back and then I just shot like at his head but I didn't pick a spot I just shot to like an area and it just zips right over his head but when I did that I like pick my head up and then the chair went out from under me. I draw back. I, I fall back. My arms hit the tent. I go, fuck. And you can hear it like on the video, like the whole thing. And then I just look at John and we're just laughing. And that's why I feel like I feel so bad, like, like for people that really take this serious. Cause I, I feel like we're taking it seriously. Like it's not like, but you're enjoying it too. Oh, <laughs> You know, that's the thing. You know? Like, we were just in there. And I love <laughs> you telling them stories like that. You know I mean? But he stuck around, though. He, he alarm putted, and I quick got the call. and I just, knocked another arrow. Yeah, he knocked another arrow. Was it with a larger head? No, with the shred head. Yeah, the shred head, yeah. I thought maybe, maybe he would get a bigger head, you know. But then, so, <laughs> he goes out, and I keep calling, and he ends up, he's, stuck around he ended up gobbling and everything else and he kind of like started working his way back and then he started working off a little bit well then all of a sudden this the, real hen the went. real hen come in behind us just like she did for us yeah. last year and she come I'm like you know she goes walking right down the two track behind us for that the trail and so she's just meow, meow, meow. and i was like trying to copy what oh, she was yeah. doing and then the, it's just like a whole row of gobblers just I mean, uh, that, that was that was really intense. <laughs> did that you hear cool. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Well, yeah. the that so that happened, but the whole time we didn't cut off the tacticams, and the tacticam is looking like down this field, down this like gas line, and it's so awesome. Like the the sun is up. You see this hen go by, and you see there's like, there must have been, I think there was eight jakes, and then you said you saw the long beard back there yep. up on the ridge, fanned out, but I mean, John would hit the call, and it was like, call, 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 like everywhere, like yep. it was it was insane, and it was definitely different groups of turkeys, but that Tacticam's got them coming out with the light behind them and everything. That's cool. And then coming back and, and then gobbling. they start and strutting and they get out in that field. But that, so then they're down there and they're gobbling and they kind of cross that opening. Then all of a sudden that's when, well, these turkeys were 50 yards away. So I get on my phone and I'm like live streaming, like to the Marco Polo group. These birds are just gobbling. Cause they're, I mean, we're surrounded. And, you know, there's guys on there that, you know, haven't heard turkeys gobble in the real life and all this stuff. And so I'm just, like, dinking around because they're 50 yards away. I, I just missed one at five feet. Like, yeah, you right. know, that's kind of out of my range. Then all of a sudden, right behind us again, they're like, I hear the, the footsteps. I'm like, there's birds right here, right here. And they come walking around the end of the tent, and they're like, three of them. 
And he, I set my phone he down. He goes and set his phone down, and it's like, clank. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I set it down, and it slid down and hit the thermos and went, tink. And those birds just did an about face and just went. They were just like, whoop, what the hell was that? And they just those Those birds had one quarter inch beards, though. Those yeah. ones were. Those were the three that came <laughs> in that day I flung an arrow. Yeah, so yeah. So we hunted the rest of that day. Um, uh, we hunted quite a while, like, till like, two. Well, yeah, that's what was messed up. We went up to the other spot. Well, so. <laughs> uh, it's all coming back to me now. This is fun. <laughs> so we, we left there about 2 o'clock. Yeah. And we went and got lunch and then we seen you guys at burger king we all we went back to frank's house to get the that's because we ran out of donuts <laughs> yeah oh yeah we went to get my tent we went to get your tent and right. they were coming back to his get house to get your we tent. were coming back to get his tent too <laughs> <laughs> so we messed around there for a long time and watched frank miss and i showed him like my misses and we went up to this piece of public and uh we pull in there and well actually we drove around on the back side of the public and there was hens everywhere like yeah. lone hens picking gravel and then we start driving down the two track and you go right here's where they cross right up here and there's one cross a big old long beard like right oh, yeah. there in the road and so and i'm like i know where they go they go back in just like that when we, we did that same thing last year right and uh so i'm like instead of cutting up that way we're going to go down farther and we're going to there's a footpath that goes in and you know i know that the the footpath it's like they have uh mountain bikes that ride it and stuff like that and i'm like i've never seen anyone else on it so we go down that and it gets it goes right down into this little opening where these birds go and so we're like we sneak down in there. We get all set up, and we're sitting there. We're set up. We're calling, and it must have been what. But why I was saying it was funny is because we were setting up, and we say, hey, where's the camera that we stick in the ground? Did you grab that one? Oh. No, I didn't grab that one. I didn't grab it either, so it was still stuck in the ground at the other spot. So, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, that's because we moved the tent. Yeah. We moved the tent, and then now we're moving the stuff back and forth. And then instead of walking back to the tent to get that, I walked back over to the original spot, cutting across. And I was like, fuck, I'm the cameraman. I forgot the <laughs> camera. But So, yeah, so we're dinking around like, oh, shit, we're down a camera. And then, anyway, we're sitting there, and we're, you know, just doing some blind calling, hoping that that bird will work its way over to us. And all of a sudden, I'm like, did you hear that voice? Like, thought I heard a woman's voice. And sure enough, all of a sudden, here comes a cackling hen, and it wasn't a bird, you know. <laughs> and uh, these two women were walking that trail with their dog. And what's funny is we're sitting there, and we I didn't call anymore, and I never say anything. We're looking, I'm looking out the back window, and they're just talking, talking, talking. Walk, and we're only like five yards off this freaking the trail, the footpath. Yeah. And finally, the, the the lead girl stops, and she's, like, looking at the tent. And I can see them. They can't see me, and she's all pointing at it, like. And then the woman in the back's like, oh, 
and they're like looking at their our decoys out in front. And finally, the one's like, "Is there anyone in there?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> oh, I'm, we're sorry. I'm like, "That's all right." You know, we have it's public land. We know. What I mean, <laughs> so then we're trying to figure out what to do. We're like, "Are we going to go this way? Or are we going to go this way?" So then we drove around by like the state park where we know there's birds over there, and the, my cousin lives over by the state park. But the where, where I was assuming that we'd go in like a back entrance and we drove by like the main entrance and it was like 75 degrees and there's people at the beach and like it was just chaos. So we're like, well, let's go back and get the other camera. Well, so we go back and get the other camera. And we, I think we sat up there for yeah, a little did, bit. Cause, yeah, because those three three Jakes come back through. Yeah, but we when we were leaving, we looked and there was a dusting bowl that John had stepped in right within bow range of where we were hunting and it was all freshened up and there was turkey feathers laying all over <laughs> yeah because i stepped on it on purpose like yeah. when we left i yeah. was like i walked through it and i was like oh, i'm dusting bowl and i you know put my footprints in it and we got back they were they were gone and then when we got back to the truck after that cause we called them these jakes and they combine do you think they they must have seen us or oh no we were on the phone with frank and uh, we just got done talking to Frank, and John like looks out the back window, and there's three Jake standing there, and they never made a sound, but they walked. They ended up walking off. When we get back up to the truck after that, when we just called it a day, John left the big camera down there laying in. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like shit. I left the camera down there. That's when I didn't go back to the tent. Yeah, was that one. Yeah. So that and was then, the first day. That was the first day. And I don't remember what what did we do on Sunday? What was the Sunday we went back to the same spot. Not, there wasn't much going on though, was it? It was really cold. Yeah, turkeys really probably cold. figured they'd had enough of that shit. You know, oh, that's right. Before. Because them turkeys they did fly down and then they just went the other way and they just kept on going because like we I ended up, I got out and I went and looked and there's, there's big green fields and, you know. Yeah, they just disappeared that day. Yeah. that We may have just hunted that morning, but then that was kind of like it for me. Um, I went back there and hunted a couple of evenings and uh, the the second evening I didn't, the last night I didn't see anything, but the, the on Thursday I went out there and all I, I got set up and all I did was just like some clucks and light purrs and nothing. And then I think it must've been that sound that you're talking about. Cause I was, I was thinking about that when you were said it was like the gobbler clucks. Mm-hmm. Cause I was sitting there and I heard these, it wasn't putting. It was like really loud, like just like single like notes. And I was like, there has to be a Turkey over there. But where I had the tent set up this, this property, there's like a ridge, like there's a field down to the right, and then there's like kind of like this one little ridge, like hump, and these turkeys were using the high area. They were coming down this two track or using this little little ridge, but it all kind of culminated right on this one bump. And that first day, every single turkey that we saw, no matter where the tent was, no matter what was going on, they were on on that, except for that first one. But he had to have come down that high point, but we just couldn't see him because of that tree. So that's where I was set up. And so I was like, it was in the evening and I've never hunted turkeys really in the evening and never had turkey like success, but I knew that they roosted right there within 
eyesight, I mean, it's got to be what, maybe 100, 100 yards, 150 yards, right, something right, like that. Yeah. So I was like, well, they're going to be by here somewhere. And uh, I, w- I was hearing that noise and I was just kind of calling just really lightly. And then all of a sudden I looked up and I just saw a turkey. And so I just gave him a couple like real soft yelps. And I seen the red head and I seen the fan. And it's funny because there's a, there's like a two track there. And then like, kind of like where your bird died last year, there's that brush line. Mm-hmm. Well, he was back in there behind that brush line and came right through it at full strut, like came right through that brush. And he just, he must've just walked through that field and down. He never came over to my decoy and I only had the hen decoy out there, but he never gobbled, never made any sort of sound. And then he just like walked off. And so I waited probably an hour and then I got out of the tent and I snuck down and around and it was pretty windy. So they couldn't hear me. And I had done it when I set up the tent, like a few days before season, I, I can see there's this little grass field where you had seen the birds, where you guys had seen the birds last year, Frank and Ernie. And so I just kind of snuck down there and I could see that the birds were there and I could, I could get them to gobble once I was closer but they, I couldn't draw them oh, over to boy. me. They, yeah. There was nothing. But that that bird must have been over there, and that's probably what I heard was that gobbler clucking. And then since I didn't call anymore or anything, he was just kind of milling around over there, kind of looking and just kind of worked his way. And sometimes he, you'll find it's a, that'll be a, a lesser bird too, you know. I mean, they'll, they, they're not going to gobble, you know, if they've had their ass beat a few times, you know. Well, and that's what I was looking at that particular bird where john said it was a jake but when he was strutted up he didn't have a i mean he had a full fan and he had like it was like what like i said like what Renella calls like the power jake like a four inch five inch beard straight out yeah you know those other ones had little just little just tufts coming out so i mean that may have been you know the medium bird a lesser bird in the in the group and that's why he was going to go beat up our quarter strut half strut jake there but i mean i got i got the video i got the camera on him and everything but he just never he just only stayed out in that field and it was like you know if i had just left the tent like where it was but it, we might have had the same thing happen where right they saw the tent and didn't like it i i don't know but i think at that point i mean i know they're not the smartest you know animals but they definitely start keying in on they start getting educated yeah and like i I said that's why i feel (laughs) bad for you but so that was that was basically my season but between sunday and thursday you had hunted a few days so i went out one more morning there i think it was one more yeah because it was like crappy that Mm -hmm. that monday was cold and nasty i think i went out tuesday and I got out in there, and like I said, it was they were gobbling. They're that's when I got all that footage of them coming off, flying off the roost, and they did the same thing. They all sound like they all went to the to the west. And one hen, though, all of a sudden, come walking down, like came right down the two track where my bird died, and she cut right across the field, and she was just just you know doing some light clucking and whatever just walked on through she's seen the decoys didn't really you know pay attention just kept on going then 
A little while after that, I had a bearded hen come through behind me quietly. Like, I just, like, turned around and looked, and all of a sudden there was a bird. I'm like, shit. You know, if I would have been paying attention, I could have got that back window open possibly and got a shot at her. But then the birds kept gobbling. It was like they were way down there. Then all of a sudden they started coming in closer. And then I had them. They were like out in that green field. They got closer, closer, closer. Then I had ended up having those three jakes come through. And they came right down, and I'm pretty sure it was the same three Jakes that you had spooked. The coffee cup Jakes? Yeah. Because <laughs> they come through, and they they're just, they just weaved right in. And they were only like 10 yards from me, but they were right in that little brush. But I didn't want to kill Jake. I was like, I don't, you know, especially one of those little paintbrush, you know, dudes. But they sat there. And then they turned, and I had ranged out into the field. There was, like, a little pothole. And I was, like, earlier I'd ranged it. It's, like, 20 yards. I'm, like, well, the first one walked through. And then the second one, I'm, like, well, if that third one stops, like, right there, <laughs> I, I'm going to shoot him in the I'm going to try to shoot him in the head at 20 yards. And I'm not shooting the guillotines this year. I'm shooting just the regular broadhead. Right. I'm shooting a three-blade split fire. So it's not a, it's an expandable. And I put the backer, the, like the muzzy backer on it. And I never, I didn't weigh, I know it was like close to those, are close to 25 grams, grains, I mean. And all the, I hadn't set that bow up. I just put the other limbs on it. Or no, actually I was using my Hoyt. Hoyt. So I hadn't even like shot that setup, except for I was sighting it at 12 yards, 10 yards, you know, and then like eight yards. And so I was dialed in for that. And never really shot it out past that, but I was like, well, it's not going to be that, that much different. But so that bird got out there and he stopped right in that open. I'm like, well, all right. And the other ones are like uh, enough away that I didn't think they could see me. But as soon as I started drawing back, the lead one, like he went into like, like putt, like alarm mode. And I was like, holy shit. I finished drawing back. And so that, that the lead one and the second one they started turning going they turn around in that field we're going to go back the other way well that the last one that i was shooting at he like just kind of like stopped he didn't know what was going on and so i just put my pin on his head and and I, when i shot i don't even like he just like turned a little bit or whatever but end up the arrow dropped way more than i thought and it ended up cut a, like three or four caught some wing feathers off him or whatever but and i was just like i think you can actually see it in the film i'm like kind of chuckling like <laughs> and he ran off and but and then they took off and those other birds kept gobbling 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 they got actually closer they were like right over the edge where i couldn't see him and i'd call call gobble finally i'm like it was getting late and i had to get you know like i couldn't sit there all day so i even did like a little interview i'm like i'm gonna do like a slingshot i'm gonna get out of the tent i'm gonna call my way back to over the ridge and then quick run back and get in the tent so i did that as soon as i got back in the tent i zipped it all up and i'm not kidding you all of a sudden them birds and then i shut up i didn't call anymore 
All of a sudden, I look, and here comes a hen. And she's walking right down, and she walks right up, like, to me. Like, you can see it perfect in the video. She comes in, and she's, like, 10 yards right there. And then she, like, sees the decoys and stuff, and then turns, and then just goes over towards the ridge behind me. I'm like, perfect. And I could hear the other birds, and I could see them. They were coming, like, oh, man. And the first two were long beards. And then he was followed, they were followed with, like, three jakes. But they stayed over on the other, on the trail. They didn't follow hers. So they come right down the edge where I didn't have a shot. And so did you, you only had the hen decoy out? You didn't have the? No, I had both. Okay. And that's, and so they got into that opening and looked right. And then there was like, both the longbeards were like, you could see they got, they seen something. I don't know if it was the tent or me in the tent, but like I said, I had that window closed on that side. So, but. They stopped, and then they just turned, and, like, they actually walked away down that ridge or, like, onto that dike down there. And I was like, shit. So, at that point, I'm like, I'm thinking what they they were going to do is go down. They're going to follow where that hen went. So, there was, like, a perfect opening on the backside. So, I'm like, I opened up that window and let that one down. So, I'm like, I could get a shot right there. And I turn around sitting all of a sudden like in the video you can see where i'm behind all the windows and all of a sudden i see a head pop up and he's putts like what the hell and he turns and he starts going back the way they came like well shit he's gonna walk out in that opening but and then so i drew back as soon as i drew back he was like (laughs) 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 and then the other ones they i didn't see him until so they stayed below the ridge and then popped back up and then they just, you know, wandered off into the you know, edge of that field. But I think at one point we had three other jakes come in. That was that, that night. They come in across. They're going yeah, back yeah. to roost. Yeah. That was the deal. So then one other day I went up to the one morning I went up to the public land. And that same thing, I seen hens, hens, hens. Got set up to where, Frank, you called in uh, Bob, Bob Evans. Bob last yeah. year. <laughs> Bob Evans down on the farm. <laughs> uh, so I got set up there. I didn't have any decoys or anything. Those were back at the other setup. Threw up the my blind up in these little jack pines. I had some good cover and everything. And called, blind call. And finally, I was probably there for an hour and a half, two hours one gobbled right down below me i'm like sweet and and that was like the route that's the route that that bird that we seen he go they go right up that opening and then they cut across and so i just like shut up didn't hear him didn't hear him waited waited finally i gave a couple more calls and he was like out towards the road the other way like well shit waited for a little bit called some more and then all of a sudden he was back there like he was he was down on that other two track, just, just walking run. back and forth. And then I never, so I just gave it probably another hour and never heard him again and didn't see him. So then that was the, that was the end of it for me. So like for the, for the season overall, or for guys that are still in their seasons or guys that are just starting out and they haven't had any success or aren't hearing birds or whatever, like what takeaways would you have for, for our hunt 
like from our season that you know you think could be helpful whether it's blind setup well, your slingshot the well definitely like i think our decoy setup i like the that quarter strut jake i mean you've seen that jake come in and he was whooping up on him the toms last year whooped up on him the one that i when i shot the decoy he was coming in to do the same he thing whooped yeah. Up on him. yeah and so i think that like that decoy and a good hen well, we had that decoy last year when you got yours. You had the big one. No, not last year when he. Because we had different seasons. Yeah, when Ernie when Ernie shot his. Oh no, no, no! Because we had it. We had it. You you had the that big ugly. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you had the big full strut Tom because I had the we had the Avian X with us and then I shot mine that evening. We had it set up when when we roosted. We set up underneath their roost. Oh yeah, maybe you did. And. Yeah. Then did we? I don't think we had that big Tom decoy. I don't remember. Yeah, you did. Strut. You had the big Tom decoy. Look at the video. Yeah, for sure. There you go. But that. But I think that. And then as it gets like progressively into this, into the hunt, I think they could become educated to them decoys and stuff because they didn't. After that, they didn't want anything to do with them. Well, you know, and then if you if you're going to hunt multiple areas, though, you know. Your, your decoys might work, you know. Right, but working in the same. But in the same situations, once they see them once or twice, I think, you know, they're getting wise on that. That, and then they definitely, like my tent, the or the ones that are all blacked out. Right, blacked out inside. Because after reviewing that footage, I was like, holy shit, no wonder why oh, that yeah. bird spooked, because you can see my silhouette in there. And I had an idea of that it was like that. I knew it was like that. Obviously, it's lighter in there. Right. But I didn't realize how much. You could see through both of them. Oh, that Tacticam footage is unbelievable. I mean, as far as. Right. I mean, I'm, I see Johnny in there just like you're sitting in a chair, you know? Yeah. Just like, hey. But there's what another there's another uh, uh, thing we need to address, too, I think, is is uh, sound deadening containers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rubber-coated thermos. I was thinking about cups, the. Uh... You know. Chairs more that, stable chairs. Yeah, more cha- chairs that don't fall over. <laughs> Stealth yeah. strip in the, the yeah, yeah. thermos. Yeah. And I've seen guys do that, too. Yeah. Um, but, again, I, I, I just think <laughs> I just feel so bad for people that, like, think that it's just, like, a joke to us. Like, this is serious stuff. Like, it's it's just so much fun. Well, and, here's the thing. How many years have they had turkey seasons in Michigan? Since back in the, the 70s, right? Okay, I had Tom and I hunted the first, very first season in Michigan. We got permits, you know, and I've hunted them every, you know, ever since then, you know, and called for people, you know, and you know how many how many different things have I done, you know, and and I, the last couple of years I've enjoyed more, you know, the stuff we've been doing, you know, and, and it's brought it's, the fun back into it, yeah. Yeah, you know, before, I, got, I mean, how many? I actually quit hunting. Okay, now, how many birds? Me too. I haven't hunted for several years. How many birds we would we have killed filming? this year if we were shotgunning? All of them. All, All of them. them. Every one of them. Last year, every one of them. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. You got three so, or four of one shot. Year, <laughs> year before, too. I mean, like, yeah. ever since we started this, we would have been all tagged out. Oh, my God. We've had, you know, I mean, so many opportunities, you know, and I've watched some crazy shit go on, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched my son-in-law, who was an A-shot, you know. 
<laughs> turns him right into the old Falinga. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, again, as as like a, a takeaway for me, I think I I just feel like either you have to have more spots, and it may, maybe this translates to deer hunting too, is that being on private like this, I feel so constrained. Like, yeah, the birds are there, but I have nowhere to go. Right. So, You're like, once they've cool. gone, I either just have to wait them out or. What was our tactics before? It was always run and gun. Yeah, yeah. Run and gun. And I, you know, a lot of times never use decoys, you know. I would do the thing that Johnny and I were, was, he was just talking about, you know. I set you guys up. Turkeys aren't coming. I'm going back 100 yeah. yards, you know what that's I mean? Where I'm going to go over from. there 100 yards, or I'm going to go, you know, I'm moving around. So finally, all of a sudden, those turkeys are thinking, man, that thing's going away, you know? So then they come, you know? Yeah. Well, that um, just showed up on my Facebook feed. Like, well, today's date, the May 9th, was when Casey killed her bird, mm-hmm. you know, eight years ago. So, But two days ago was when I called that bird in for my dad, and he killed it. Mm-hmm. And... Like you know where that was. It was right, right. where I killed that longbeard, but I was on the on the tote road and he was out there in that field. Right. And I was just crawling down that road. Right. Calling, calling, calling my way back and it drew that turkey close enough so so my I well, I must have been hundred and fifty yards from my dad how, by the time how he far shot him. For, were you in front of me that day though that you know Yeah, probably eighty yards. Yeah. That's the day the snake went up your leg, wasn't No, it? a different day. Was that, that a different snake, day? Yeah, that snake went up my shoulder. <laughs> up my body <laughs> but but yeah but yeah he, he was probably 80 yards from me that day you know that and and i was gonna give it up i'd it call to tell for, i was man, sleeping yeah he's sound asleep man. i i had called for you know <laughs> oh yeah i, I said i know days. where this trick going at him so we got over there and didn't we and set up you know and we were a long ways away from him too weren't we oh and, and, yeah and i kept calling 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 and nothing i never got a response you know finally i'm I'm sitting in this old deer blind on the, on this tree line, like, and I I thought I'm gonna get up, you know. So I get up part way, and I'm looking right down the edge of this field. Here's a turkey strutting right there, you know, like in the plowed field coming this way. And I'm going, I just ease back down, you know. And I'm sitting there a little bit, you know. And I thought I'll keep calling, you know. So all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, I see turkeys out in front over here, and we had what we had one or two decoys out. Oh, we had a flock of decoys. Didn't we? It was oh yeah, oh yeah. So, anyways, I, I'm looking out in front, and there's turkeys. Oh, they were going in the woods on the other side too, weren't they? And I thought, yeah. oh man, I said this this is bad, you know. I, I woke thought, up to turkeys at my feet. Oh yeah, I woke they, up. To- they, they were walking in front of them and stuff, coming right up to them, the hands, you know. And the top never did gobble though, did he? No, nope. not once. And I'm finally I'm going like, man, when is he gonna shoot? You know. Well, you had to wake up first, see, you know. <laughs> well, I had this little tree in front of me, and uh. I I was just kind of letting them come, letting them come, letting them come. And then finally I was like, okay, well, as soon as he gets right, Pat, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even like hold back my own self. I was like, like what I got now, like with the target panic or like whatever, just got like, a quick straw McGraw. Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> like what happened with that first, that big one up there and the, the decoy. Yeah. yeah so th- it's kind of like the same thing, you know, same story. It's different. But, uh, but yeah, so again, for like takeaways for guys that are trying to 
Um, going, I mean, I guess like this week I'm going to take my wife out and try and get her on a bird. And I, I think I'm really going to use some of the tactics that we talked to, like with TJ about trying to figure out where I'm going to go out the night before and figure out where these birds are roosted. I know there's birds there. Go out on public, set my tent up and get set up and just, I mean, she's going to be using shotgun. So I'm just going to dust one. I think my takeaway is let's not all get the same season. Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree with you there. One, I mean, it's different for you guys because you don't have to go to work. So for me. Well, I'd still rather all... have two hunts than one. Well, yeah. We had one hunt where we both carried bows. So I don't, I just didn't think that was, after doing it a few days, I'm going, wait a minute, you know, this, this is, uh, I think we can do better. Yeah, well, I think we got last year. You and I both tagged out the first on opening day. Yep. We had the whole, you know, the rest of that week, and then we were seeing birds. So it was that you know that's when we we're like, man, didn't we? I think that didn't was, we then uh, buy the that why we tried this buy that next hunt or something? You could have, we, we could have, right? But we we had the we had the next week. We had the next week. Chose not to. I also think right. that like we were so I don't know if we were just like so geeked up on hunting or we're normally hunting. The public, well, John forgot when the season was even started. <laughs> so he was like, oh, yeah, hey. Um, but I, I haven't even got my bow ready. <laughs> but I think that um, I, I think that we were so worried about, you know, wanting to get on these birds early and blah, blah, blah. And that's more like what we do when we hunt, like, highly pressured public land. Like, when we're hunting these right. little properties, those deer or those turkeys aren't getting messed with at all. So. No. They are, I mean, we're the only ones that are educating them at this point. So, right. so I would, I guess I would take that into consideration too. And for a lot of guys that only hunt here in Michigan, like the public or private land, like that ZZ hunt is the entire season. So, but, right. but yeah, like I said, I wanted to just kind of go through our hunts and, you know, more of my failures, you know, if you're going to fail, fail big. And we got a really awesome video to to, to add it up and get that get that out for you guys so um, but I think that's kind of all we got for for this evening so thanks for listening.